Hello and welcome to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome to our viewers and to our listeners on the radio. Today our focus is Catholic education in our community. How Catholic schools plan to celebrate Catholic Education Week, which is actually a national event, and recruit new students, and also how the schools are faring during these challenging COVID-19 times. My guest today is Bridget Phillip, who is president of Erie Catholic School System. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having us. So we're gonna start at the foundation here and ask you what really is the Erie Catholic System about because there are a number of systems um, that are part of the Diocese of Erie. We know that encompasses 13 counties, but this correct. is a group of specific schools right here in Erie County? That is correct. And so Erie Catholic School System is an umbrella of the diocese, uh, under the Diocese of Erie. So Erie Catholic School System encompasses six uh, Catholic grade schools. And so those Catholic grade schools include Blessed Sacrament, St. James, St. Jude, St. George, St. Luke, and Our Lady of Peace. So these are all um, pre-K through eight schools, and, and what makes um, Catholic education unique? Sure, so yes, our schools, we have preschool through eighth grade, as you mentioned. We have two and a half year old preschool, three and four. Okay. And that's at all of those six schools? Um, at most of the schools, at all of the schools, we have three and four year old preschool, but at several of the schools, we have two and a half year old. We're actually expanding some of those offerings this year. Um, we have a lot of parents that are interested in having a very strong kindergarten foundation for our students, and therefore, we want to be able to offer those offerings um, for not only the children, but for the parents as well to get the kindergarten readiness for uh, the kids. So we're seeing a little bit of video of We Talk from a larger video that uh, your school system produced. So obviously part of the uniqueness of all of this is the faith component of it. But explain to me, you know, it used to be there was a parish school associated with your church, but mm -hmm. as our population in Erie uh, has contracted, I know mm -hmm. that's not the case. So when people are taking a look at Catholic schools, can they choose the one they want to go to or should they be in that neighborhood? Absolutely, they can choose the one that they want to go to. And that's one of the things that we encourage parents to do is to visit, visit the schools. It's um, like any type of investment that you would make. Uh, you want to try on your clothes, you want to try on your um, house, you want to make sure that you try on that car before that you're able to uh, purchase something. And so you need to be able to visit those schools and find out what's best. For most parents, what they will do is they will decide on location based on their job, um, where their employment is. They'll also look for something within their community. So that's usually what we try to uh, encourage them to do is to look within their community first. Um, and if there's a school that fits for them, if not, then we're also able to go ahead and um, have them tour other schools as well. Now, because you're a system though, are parents going to find that the curriculum and the educational standards are the same at all of those schools, even though you know, they might like the personality of one school over another, or yeah. as you said, maybe the convenience to their, to their work or their home? That is correct. So the standards are very much the same. Uh, the standards are, our education standards come from the diocese, and so we follow those education standards in all of our schools. So I know there's over 2,000 students in this system. I'm sure when the city was bigger, the population um, attending Catholic yeah. schools was a lot bigger too. Also 219 employees. Are, mm -hmm. are you growing? Are you holding steady? What's, what's your goal as far as enrollment? Sure, so we're holding steady. Uh, we had a very nice um, 
actually intake of students that came in um, for the instruction that we had uh, during uh, COVID of 2020 into 2021, and we saw a lot of those students decide to stay. Um, but we also have seen an increase in our preschool population, and that's one of the reasons that we've decided to have additional preschool offerings this year. And the, this is an employer as well, 219 employees are part of this system? Absolutely. Uh, what's been great is our employees. I can't say enough about the work that they have done over these past two years. Not only the, the, um, the faculty, the teachers, um, but also an opportunity for all of our staff, including those in maintenance, um, those in custodial work, um, our secretaries. Uh, they have just been so crucial and important to keeping our schools open during this crazy time. Yeah, we're gonna get into that a little bit more in just a second. But again, going back to the faith component, how is that infused not just like you leave the classroom and you go to a worship event at some point in the day, but how is that infused in, in everything that you do? Sure, so everything begins with prayer. And so in the very beginning of the school day, prayer is the very first thing that we, we center ourselves and we're able to then um, really focus on why it is that we exist here. Um, and it's also wonderful that our teachers are teaching religion throughout the school day. Um, the students not only have an opportunity to uh, learn about their faith, but they also have an opportunity to live their faith. Um, service to others is a very important part of the Erie Catholic School System, and it's a very important part of, um, we believe, our lives moving forward. So we want to um, offer that as part of our curriculum and as part of our um, offerings for our students to be able to give back, um, not just to Erie, but then realizing that this is something that they want to do for the rest of their lives is to serve others. A last quick question on this point. I know it's a big one, but are students of other faiths or families of other faiths welcome in the, in the Erie Catholic system? Absolutely. Uh, that is one thing that we have um, definitely tried to let folks know, uh, let the community know that Erie Catholic School System can give you a strong academic education with that faith-based component. Um, and that this is, it's a different way of, um, kind of, it's a different way of being a part of a school. It's a different way of uh, learning uh, because we do infuse that, that faith and those morals and those values that are so true to a lot of parents, um, to a lot of grandparents, to a lot of families. And so we find that it's a wonderful opportunity to not only have that in the home, but then also be able to carry that through for the schools too. All right, well, you certainly touched on the COVID-19 situation. Yes. When we come back, we're gonna talk about how the Erie Catholic School System continues to navigate the pandemic. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. My guest today is Bridget Phillip, president of Erie Catholic School System. We're talking about the system, its health, and its future as well. So let's focus on COVID-19 in this section. How is it different this year than last year, especially since we just came back from the holidays? 
with so much more community spread, um, the Omicron variant and so on, and really children uh, being impacted too, even though they can be vaccinated now. Yes, this year is very different than last year and that we have seen a, a large number of students that have either tested positive or need to quarantine for COVID. So uh, last year it seemed to be uh, more uh, adults and this year because of the Omicron virus, it seems as if, or the variant, it seems as if we, this has really affected a lot more of our students. So talk about some of the improvements that you've made to facilities to try to improve air quality and so on. And in some uh, notes you sent me in advance, I know you've got iWave purifiers, whatever Correct. that really means, touchless hand sanitizers. Tell us about those things. Sure. So iWave uh, purifiers, that was something that we put in with our um, heating and cooling systems so that we were able to filter the air. Uh, that was something uh, switch that we had actually made uh, in the year 2020-2021 uh, school system or school year and then um, as far as the touchless hand sanitizers, I know a lot of the schools had those. We also made the modifications no longer, and I believe that the old uh, water fountains, I think, are going to be gone. Um, our students bring their own water bottles to school, um, and they can fill it up at our filling stations. Um, but really, the biggest change that has happened in the classroom are the cameras. And so being able to remote um, into your classroom has been um, instrumental during this time. So we know students are spacing, you know, the guidance went from six feet to three feet. Yes. Also masking under our new county executive is the option of the school system. So have you opted to continue to require masks in school? We have. We've opted to continue the masking in school. We're right now um, in uh, the high zone right now. And so uh, we want to continue to take a look at the uh, how the variant moves and also how many cases we have here in Erie County. And are students required to let you know if they've been vaccinated or not? Is that something that you're asking families to share? We are asking families to share. We have not required it, but we do ask families to share. And it's uh, not so much a uh, invasion of their privacy at any reason. It, it has mostly to do with if they have to quarantine Okay, so if a student does become exposed, we need to ask additional questions as far as looking at the time frame of how long that student would have to stay at home or they could come back and participate not only in school but also in sports and other activities. So you mentioned the cameras in the classroom and obviously um, the technology that students have to have if they're logging on from yes. home. Uh, I know going all the way back, that was a big adjustment for uh, the Catholic school system around here. So mm -hmm. how, how much of a leap forward ha have you had to make in terms of making sure that every kid has the technology that they need? Sure. So actually before the pandemic uh, started, we had already decided to invest in um, having one-to-one uh, -one technology for all of our students. So we were able to for our kindergarten through second graders, we were able to have them uh, equipped with iPads. And then our students in third grade through eighth grade have Chromebooks. And so those Chromebooks allow uh, the students to not only uh, participate in online material, but it also allows them to participate um, in testing that we need to do as well. So for the most part, are students in the classroom physically wearing their uniforms, following a normal schedule, or is it optional for families if they want to do online instruction? How does that work? The students are in the classroom. 
Um, it is if they have a doctor's excuse or um, there is a reason that they need to be out for a period of time with that a doctor's excuse, then we can offer um, remote learning. And additionally, where we are using remote learning the most is the students who have to quarantine. So any student that has to quarantine has the ability to remote in uh, to our schools. What that means is that the student can participate from 8 or 8.15, whichever time the, that the school begins until the end of the school day. Okay, so they are actually uh, participating in the classroom and it is um, an opportunity for them to not miss any of the daily activities that are there. So sometimes, you know, we've heard that the pandemic actually created some, some new opportunities. So mm -hmm. have you seen new opportunities in spite of the pandemic? And then what's the future look like as far as, you know, going to plays and other kinds of school events? Sure. It has given us an opportunity to connect more with others, okay? Having Zoom in the classroom allows for guest speakers from far away, okay? Could be as far away as, um, as Harbor Creek or could be as far away as another state or the world, uh, you know, another country. And so that has been wonderful to be able to bring in guest speakers into our schools. It's going to, um, you know, we're looking forward to the future and uh, hopefully we know that this virus will be around for a while, but how are we going to adapt um, our classrooms? Uh, it's great that we have upgraded our systems uh, and our students, we um, have been able to, you know, be at the three feet of social distancing, but we're going to continue to try our best to follow what guidelines we can. Um, and to take a look at what the um, kind of, we don't really know what the future holds right. for this, for this um, virus. Well, when we come back, we're gonna talk about uh, what Erie Catholic School System has planned for the National Observance of Catholic Education Week. Stay with us. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome back again to The Insider. We've been talking with Bridget Phillip, president of Erie Catholic School System, about the value of a Catholic education. So Catholic Schools Week is an annual national celebration commemorating Catholic education in a broader sense. I know it runs January 30th through uh, February 6th. So tell us about this year's theme and what you have planned. Sure. So this year's theme is Faith, Excellence, and Service and our schools have a number of different activities that they have put together. And each of the schools is very different, and so they do have some uh, th traditions that they like to carry on for Catholic Schools Week and uh, some new things, but there are everything from different service activities that they can do uh, to a lot of events where the students um, can not only celebrate their Catholic education, but then also just have a little bit of fun. This is halfway through our school year, and so it's a perfect opportunity for them to just kind of relax a little bit and take in the fact that we've made it halfway through the school year. So is this more of an internal celebration of, of Catholic education, or is this also an outreach to the, to the community and um, you know, give us an example of what some of the things might be that schools do during this time. Sure, a little bit of both. So they have the opportunity to go ahead and reach out to do some service 
um, in the community, but also they, because of the time of year, um, they may be doing things internally. So I know that some of the schools are going to be creating some cards for um, shut-ins uh, for folks in nursing uh, facilities. And so it's very nice that we're able to still do something if we're not able to get out and do things one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we also like to um, still be able to celebrate a little bit internally as well. And that includes things like uh, pizza parties and um, ice cream socials uh, for the children. It's opportunity too for parents to get involved. So we have such a wonderful parent organizations at every school and those parent organizations really do a, a slew of different activities for the students as well during that time. So I know it's a little bit of a school spirit kind of celebration yes. too. So each school really has has its own identity. Mm -hmm. Yes, each school really does have its own identity. They have um, individual, as I mentioned before, individual um, things that they, uh, traditions that they have had for a number of years. And so it's really nice because if you, if you are sending your child to the school that you graduated from and you were an alum, you may re remember some of those things that they did during Catholic Schools Week. So they like to keep those traditions alive. Of course, we know that um, fundraising is a piece of this too. And I know this year during uh, Catholic Schools Week, you will be raising funds for the annual fund and your goal um, is $100,000? That's correct, yes. So we've had um, annual funds in the past. This is an education fund that we are really excited about. It's streaming for excellence and it's focusing on three different initiatives. Um, those initiatives include classroom materials, um, technology upgrades, and also class uh, campus enhancements. So uh, we are asking folks uh, to, um, if they're able to give, to give online at eriecatholic.org. So um, is that a, a, a big goal, the $100,000, or is that something that you think you can easily reach? I mean, do families who already have their kids in Catholic Ed support this, or maybe their grandparents, or maybe a parish church nearby? Yes, um, all of the above. And we do feel that that is a uh, very reasonable goal that we're able to achieve this year. Uh, we also have not only a lot of um, parents and uh, grandparents and other donors, but we have a lot of businesses that also have helped us throughout um, not only the pandemic, but also throughout these last five years of our system. So do contributions to this fund help you to keep tuition down for the families who do attend Catholic schools? I mean, roughly what would the tuition be a year for a student? Sure, roughly the tuition for kindergarten through eighth grade is about $5,000. And so we also offset that with several different gifts. Um, there are different scholarship opportunities that um, parents have uh, that we're able to then deduct um, from that amount. So. It does, these types of um, initiatives do allow us to keep those costs at a minimum for the parents. If you'd like to learn more about the Erie Catholic Schools option for your family and visit the schools, we're gonna tell you how you can do that with some upcoming open houses when we return. Stay with us. Thank you. Welcome back again to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. My guest is Bridget Phillip, president of the Erie Catholic School System. We've been talking about everything that's going on and upcoming yes. in the system. So I know there are upcoming opportunities as well. 
for interested families to visit the schools that you have been talking about. Um, tell us about why open house is important and is it any different because of, of COVID-19? Sure. So uh, open houses are important because it gives you an opportunity to come into the school and to actually see what we have to offer, to be able to visit the classrooms, to talk to the teachers, to talk to the principal, and to be able to get the additional information you need to make the right choice for you and your family. So are current students and their families around on those open house days as well too, so they can interact with students who already go there? So in the past, yes, that was uh, the case before two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we did have a lot of current families. They gave a lot of wonderful information to those families that were interested, but we have it by appointment only now, and we ask that the parents sign up prior to coming to open house. All right, so let's take a quick look at your schedule for open houses here. Um, you've got coming up on February 27th, open house from 1 to 3 at Blessed Sacrament, St. George, St. Luke, on Sunday, March 6th, also 1 to 3, open house at Our Lady of Peace, St. James and St. Jude. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a chance to um, meet the teachers, as you said, visit classrooms, and some special stuff will be going on in the science labs there, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is also an opportunity for them to not only see the classrooms and meet the teachers, but really an opportunity to take a look at some of the um, facilities that we have. A lot of these folks have not been in our schools for a long time. We hear this quite often. They will say, I was here for a basketball game or I was here for some other event and they haven't been in for a long time. And we've done a lot of major improvements to our schools over the past five years. And so it's great opportunity for them to come in and take a look at these learning facilities. But pa parents, if they are interested in visiting, um, should they come as a family, um, moms, dads, kids as well, and they do need to require, they do need to register in advance? Correct. They do need to register in advance, and they should come as a family. Um, we welcome that the students come uh, in to take a look. We have activities for the kids as the kids are talking, as the parents are talking to the teachers, and so we want the students to also feel that this is the right place for them. It's another reason that we have two different days that we offer the open house, so that if a parent would like to attend more than one open house, it allows them the opportunity to do that. All right, so how do they go about registering and how, how far in advance do they need to do that? You're just trying to get an idea of how many families are coming? That is correct. So we will schedule every 15 minutes um, a different family coming in, and that allows us to be able to prepare to customize your experience. And so we will have them register online, and then we will contact the family and let them know which time that they can come. So you're kind of controlling the traffic flow a little bit there as well. Absolutely. So registration takes place at eriecatholic.org? That's correct. Yes, they can go to eriecatholic.org and we will have registration set up for them. It's very easy, very quick. And then someone from the school will contact them not only about their time, but also about directions and parking information as well. And again, those dates coming up at the end of February and in the beginning of March. Well, Bridget, thank you so much for being with us no and problem. giving us the update on Erie Catholic Schools. Thank you. As always, thank you for joining us on The Insider. If you have an idea you'd like us to explore, just email me at aladams at erienewsnow.com and join us again next time for The Insider.